Hi, and welcome in to another episode of A Positive Look. I'm Tony McIntosh, your host. And, and before we get started, I'd like to thank you for your support and uh, encouragement in this podcast. Also, it's, uh, we keep it expanding our listenership throughout the, con- uh, throughout the world, uh, adding Australia, India, and of course, uh, Great Britain, Sweden. Uh, it is uh, really exciting to see how the, uh, the podcast is growing and popularity and, and how it's received uh, around the world. And of course, in the USA, uh, new, new places every day. If you ever rode a school bus, sometimes it can not be the most pleasant, but then again, there's those times when you have got the most unique school bus driver you could ever want. And today's podcast of A Positive Look, I'm going to introduce you to one such individual who just kind of makes those wheels go round and round a little bit happier on the school bus. I'm not going All right, listen up. We're going we're gonna to sing our song, our morning song, okay? What's our morning song? Yeah. We don't see us. Ready? On three. One, two, three. We don't see us. We don't see us. Come on. I'm not sure if uh, I ever experienced that on the school bus, but if you had Andy Bryant as your driver, well, that's kind of a common thing now. Let's introduce and meet Andy Bryant, who is a school bus driver for the uh, Rome City School System. He has the East Central, Rome Middle, and High School route, and uh, Andy just brings a lot of delight to his students that ride his bus on a daily basis. How did the song of the day get started? Well, it wasn't a morning song at first. It was it was me beatboxing on the microphone on, on the intercom on the bus. Yeah. And uh, the kids loved it. They asked me every day to beatbox. I decided to not beatbox one day and just the song just popped into my head. It was it was just like a, a one a song when you were a kid except I changed the words and uh, made it bilingual. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, The kids seem to really get energized. I saw a video that that, uh, uh, Joshua with the school system sent, and they really get into the song. You've got two or three that uh, uh, you guys guys were singing Let It Go. I think one time that was, how did that happen? <laughs> well, that, it, it was a shock to me, too, because at first I didn't know the song because I didn't, I've never seen, I've never seen Frozen, so right. now that I've heard, but um, one of the kids said to play this song, so I uh, turned it on, and uh, the beginning of the song didn't sound familiar to me, and then when it got to the course of let it go and i heard every student on on the bus start singing the song and i just looked up in the in the mirror the, the student mirror in amazement to watch all these kids singing and uh they just really enjoyed it 
and it it livened the spirit up on the whole bus. So, Andy, how did you decide you wanted to be a bus driver? Is this something you chose, or you just kind of happened into it? Well, I chose. I didn't choose to be a bus driver. My wife insisted I be, become a bus driver. <laughs> okay. Well, that's one way to look at it. Yeah, I guess so, then. It was yeah. chosen for you. <laughs> it, it was. She's a school teacher, and I'm... I'm a retired construction worker, so I was kind of in between jobs, and she says, why not get a job where we both have the summers off? And I thought to myself, I don't have a job. I already have the summers off. <laughs> but uh. I uh, I went through the training, and everything was uh, – it was a new new atmosphere – and I um, started out enjoying it. It was different than what I expected. And uh, I really enjoyed the kids, their parents, the school staff. It was like I, I, I got to socialize all day long and got paid for it. You know the uh, uh, the spirit of the bus is is very very important because you're like the first person they see in the morning associated with the school and and probably the last person that they see when they get off too and so uh, you have do you have a, a opportunity to kind of form a, a a nice bond to where you're kind of like a a surrogate member of their family? Yes, my, I took the advice of my wife and I she told me that. You know, if you form a relationship with the students and you you respect them, they're, they're more likely to behave and respect you back. And so I decided one way to start doing that was to learn everybody's name. And uh, it wasn't easy. I have 100, and, 100 plus kids. Mm-hmm. It took me about three months to learn everyone's name. And sometimes I still fumble it, but I try and greet them with their name in the morning and I fist bump everybody. And some, some kids we organically, organically came up with a nickname. So that kind of helped in the relationship as well. Sometimes you're also able to learn a lot about uh, what a child might be going through. Uh, maybe the one that's really quiet or, uh, you know, maybe some underlying situation why a, a child may not participate a lot. But you were, you were telling me a story about a young person uh, in another district that, um, uh, that you had, had worked for up in uh, Virginia. And that was a very touching story. Would, would you share that with, with everyone? Sure. Uh, it was, his name is Dalton. And, He's the first student I ever transported to and from school. And it was just him and I on the bus because I drove special needs back then. And he had behavioral issues. And I, I actually attribute my time with Dalton to my understanding of some of the kids today. Um, he uh, had really bad behavioral problems to the point where they put him in the school for uh, behaviorally challenged kids. 
So um, over the next three years, I got to learn a little bit about Dalton and why he was at the school and the things that bothered him. And it turned out that when he was five years old, him, his mother, and his father were in a car fire. And uh, Dalton vaguely remembers it. And his father rescued his mother. Dalton was trapped inside the car in his car seat. His father ran back into the burning vehicle, un unbuckled his son, grabbed him by the arm, and pulled him out of the car and uh, rescued him. Well, 30 days later, his father passed away from his injuries, and um, Dalton had scars on his arms that I noticed when I first started taking him to school. Well, uh, right before I moved here to Rome, his mother volunteered information to me about what Dalton was going through, and he, she told me that um, he needs an operation on his arm where his scars are from the car fire because his hand is tightening up from the scar tissue. And she said, but he will not get the operation. And she wanted me to talk to him, see if I could convince him. And I, I said, well, why, why doesn't he want to get the operation? She said, because his dad's handprint is on his arm. Where his dad grabbed him out of the car and rescued him was the only part of his arm that was not burnt. So hmm. Dalton does not want to ever lose his father's handprint. Well, I think it's amazing that the mother was able to confide in you and, and kind of give some explanation. And that, that I think that goes a lot to say about your character and, and the rapport that you've built with kids and make it more enjoyable. We were, we were talking about, and I think this whole new approach is, is really something incredible. And, uh, it, it goes to show that, uh, I don't know, I guess if you, if you really listen to kids a little bit more, you really find out what's going on and, and why they behave the way they do. And, and it's like, uh, you're, you're the first person in contact with a lot of these kids and they, they really don't look at the bus driver as, uh, uh, as they do toward their teacher. It, it, it's almost like you're kind of like their buddy during the day at school. And Do you feel that way sometimes? Yes, I, I do. Each, each kid has a different story, and you kind of want to learn it in a little bit of time that you have, but you can only surmise so much. And you start to learn their uh, facial expressions, their, their smiles, their frowns, and you want to do something positive to make their day better. And um, I've just tried to learn each student. Well, try to, try to uh, recognize how, how they're feeling that day and pick them up and maybe change it if it's negative or drop them off and send them off the bus with a smile. Sounds good. Well, Andy, it sounds like you're you're doing the right thing for the right right reasons, and the kids are really responding. And, and I know that they're going to remember this for the rest of their life. So that's a that's a very positive thing. And it's 
This is my pleasure. I, I remember them for the rest of my life, too. Andy is quite a unique individual. He really understands kids and loves his job. And uh, he, he loves the, to, the wonderful things that, and feedback that he gets from the kids and the parents as well. You know what? Every one of us has probably, has probably had an Andy in our life, someone who has influenced us. And, and perhaps you've even been someone's Andy as well. As uh, crazy as that may seem, but you never know. You never know uh, how you may influence someone or uh, what influence you have over someone else or how someone might influence you and help you out. So it was a great lesson in today's uh, podcast. Hey, thanks for listening. Stay well. We'll see you next time on A Positive Look.